Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, scumbags. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast with your hosts Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne. I'm trying not to be weird. It's not working. It's not working, is it? Um, go on, say I'm Helen Thorne. Oh, hi, I'm Helen Thorne. Hello, I'm, go on. I'm quite, I'm quite normal, but how are you doing, Ellen Gibson? I'm very excited, because who have we got with us, Helen, here today? I'm going to say it in a very calm voice. We've got Claire from Steps here. Claire from Steps! <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Can you believe it? Even Claire from Steps can't believe it. I can't! She's actually here on the podcast. Claire... Welcome to the Scummy Mummy Podcast. Um, it's lovely to have you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Are you feeling at all uncomfortable or intimidated? Not at all. Okay, no, good. I'm She's right. met weird fans before, Ellie. Really. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, we've done over 200 episodes of this, haven't we, Helen? And yes. honestly, I, I don't... No offence to the other guests, I don't know if I've ever been more excited. Uh, I have been a Steps fan for 25 years. <gasps> and sometimes I say it to people, they're like, have they been going? It's really 25 years, yeah, isn't it, Yeah, it really Claire? is. It is. Next week, actually. In fact, on Saturday, the 7th of May, 1997. Oh, it's your sil- oh. silver jubilee. I know. What are you going to buy each other? <laughs> Nothing. Friendship bracelets. <laughs> Just matching leggings together again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another matching outfit. Oh, that would be oh. Well, congratulations. That's quite a triumph for a, for a group that was formed. Um, so how did, yeah, how did you guys all get together? How did Steps we, become? Well, let me... No, sorry. You, you know, go, Kelly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Of course I know, uh, but no, we should probably, it's probably more interesting. It's her story. Yeah, yeah, you're right, fine. Um, yes, it was an audition on the 7th of May, 97. There were three other people in the band before me, Faye and Lee. Um, they were in the band for about, I think about six months before, but then we went to an audition at Bourne Hall in Ewell, mm-hmm. in Surrey. And yeah, that was it. Just from then on, we think we had a bit of time off because everyone was still working or at college or, and stuff. Mm. And then we spent two weeks rehearsing one, five, six, seven, eight. Mm. Two weeks rehearsing one song, that song. And that's just for the rap. Yeah, that was just... And then we went and did a um, a showcase for Pete Waterman mm. at, at Zomba or Jive Studios in... Where was it? Wilsdon Green. Wilsdon Green. That, that special place. Mm. And... Um, and he signed us and that was it. It's history was mm. made. So how old were you when you when that was ninety seven? I was nineteen at the audition. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so you're the same age as us. Yeah. Yeah, I was nineteen at the audition. Thirty nine. <laughs> Twenty-eight. <laughs> it wasn't actually that long. Um, yeah. And then I was 20 when we released 5608. Oh, so you, I mean, because I don't know, I can't speak for you, but I remember, I vaguely remember being 20. And I was just a child, really. Like this whole thing about when you're 18, you're suddenly mature enough to make mm. sensible decisions and all that. Yeah. I was just an idiot at 20. So how did you, I mean, maybe you weren't, maybe you were totally together. I wasn't totally together, I, but I was quite, um, I was quite... I wasn't wild at all. I was, you know, we'd go to all these amazing countries and I'd take a really good book with me. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would have baths and, and see lots of the insides of lots of lovely hotel rooms. And I didn't really experience, you know, the places that we went to as I should have done, really. So I wasn't, I was really homesick all the time. Mm. So I, um, 
I wasn't wild at all. But I was definitely a child because I didn't do anything for myself mm. for a long time. There was always somebody telling me what time to get up, what time I could eat, what time, you know, sending a car. I didn't have to organise anything. So I was a child in that sense. But, um, yeah, I was, I was a bit boring, really. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What? No drugs to tell off? Damn no, it, Ellie, We've come in. We've sorry, come in here no. by mistake. <laughs> you did. It was. It was a bit of glamour, and there wasn't. You did. You did have a lot of celebrity moments. I because I've read your book, obviously, only three or four, fourteen <laughs> times. And, um, uh, I love it. But what I love about your book is it's very honest about your life, but also your life in steps, but also like about how like you got excited, for example, when you met Rick Astley. Oh my god. <laughs> I used to have a poster of him next to my bed. I loved him. And I was in love with a boy at school that I thought looked like him. So that was, I was, yeah. And we were at PWL. And he just came in one day because he was, obviously the connection was PWL. But he, one of the producers we were working with, he knew him or he was working with him. And there was like a little reception bit at PWL that nobody ever sat behind. But it's where all the takeaway menus were. I remember. And H and I were kind of stood behind him punching each other like oh, God, that's Rick Astley that's Rick Astley he sounded Chinese with him oh, oh. it's amazing oh. well I'm having my Rick Astley moment right here right now Claire Richards this is an amazing day and, and can we say we're, we're, we're recording at your lovely home uh, Claire and she brought out our favourite dip Ellie oh cheese and cheese and she knew she knew it's my favourite it's the best absolutely absolutely although I was interested we had a lovely lunch thank you very much um, I was interested to learn can I share this Claire you, I can delete it if it's not okay yeah. that you, you, you can only eat tomatoes <laughs> with other things yeah <laughs> I do, I can't eat tomato by itself. Why? I don't know. I can... Celebrities are so weird, guys. <laughs> I've always been... Well, no, I could ne- I would never, ever eat a raw tomato growing up, ever. Like an apple? You couldn't like, eat like, I can, like, no. not, not even... If you put a tomato in a salad, I would not eat it, ever. What about ketchup? I can eat anything tomato-based, I'm fine. Ketchup, yeah. Yeah. sauce, soup, puree, whatever, that's fine. Sun-dried. But an actual... Yep. No. All right. Not so- <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Don't embarrass Get out. You're embarrassing us. <laughs> Let her speak. She's talking about her tomato issue. Let her speak, Helen. Okay. <laughs> but then I discovered if you put like a bit of cheese with it or... Then it's acceptable. Or, and maybe a bit of avocado and bread, it's fine. I is can it the flavour? Is it the texture? I, don't, I think it must be the texture. It's mm. just, yeah... Don't know. I've always, always had Ooh, the same thing. Exclusive. Well, there you go. I love that you've really opened up to us. I don't think I've ever told anyone that before. So <laughs> and now you're we've, welcome. We've told the internet. I look forward to your email asking us to edit that out in about twelve hours. That'll be uh, that'll be enjoyable. I won't ever get any sent any free tomatoes. No. Oh, done. But I do love in your book that you talk about bigger bits, starstruck. Didn't you? Did you or did you not, Claire Richards, have a thing about Peter Andre? I, I did. I had. Can a... you tell us about your encounter? Oh God. Well. <laughs> I was this was before I was in Steps so I was in a band before I was in Steps oh. when I was 18 um, called TSD and it was a girl band and we did a lot of tours so we did we, Smash Hits used to do a tour then that led up to the Pole Winners Party mm. and it was just everybody was on it and I was in love with him I was obsessed just hanging around in corridors just waiting for him to walk past so me just like go float past hi Pete hi you never <laughs> noticed me and then one day I don't and this is and he obviously would never remember this but trust me it did happen because I was obsessed with him but he just I saw him in the corridor of one of the hotels we were staying in and he kind of kind of pulled me to one side and I always used to wear little crop tops and have like hipsters and stuff on and he kissed my belly button and that was it <gasps> have you ever heard it. anything so erotic not but that not ever. was it like he probably never spoke to me ever again like it, that was it was I didn't know I thought we were going to get married obviously after that mm. and <laughs> in some cultures that's how that works <laughs> yes exactly yeah. right and yeah that was it didn't you were too date nothing. Mm. You were too available. You I, weren't. Well, um, you weren't mysterious enough. No, I really <laughs> wasn't. Been a mysterious girl. I really wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I, I might as well have still been at school. You oh. know, when you go up to your, their mates, and, can you can you give him my number? Can you give? It, I used to do that to his brother, who was his security. Really. And what about Celine Dion? That must have Celine. been a moment because you've you've got you have got an amazing voice. Uh, so yeah, to to meet someone whose voice is almost as good as yours <laughs> would have been quite a <laughs> moment. 
we first met her at the poll winners party. She didn't speak to me. She spoke to Faye. She told Faye that she liked her hair. Mm. I was very Did she have the dreadlocks of... at that point? No, I no, think I she has a so. little. No, <laughs> she had the little curly, mm. curly, curly bob. Well, Celine, if you, I think we should get them all together. Astley, Andre, Dion, <laughs> Richards. Let's get them all. What a dinner party what? that would be. Wow. Indeed. <laughs> I'm slightly obsessed with Celine Dion. I think she just gets better and better. Yeah. The more older and madder she gets. And the fashion, she wore to Paris Fashion Week two, uh, two years ago a pair of jeans that was one half skinny jean, one half culotte. Amazing. A bold move, a bold statement. With she's a, amazing. Yeah, I just think she's, she's wonderful. I, I'm kind of glad that I didn't meet her because, you know, when you when you meet your idols um <laughs> what's that like you, know? <laughs> you don't want them to be disappointing do you mm. but um <laughs> they never are they never ever are <laughs> I, I once met uh, sporty spice outside a lift you were there weren't you oh yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and i was like ellie should i should i should i should i say hello and i did i just went oh you know <laughs> and, and she was lovely and i said oh literally we were playing wannabe with, oh, like, with my kids last night and she just said tell your kids that Spotty Spice says hello and I went thank you and like almost a curtsy and that was it and it was a lovely moment and we both knew that was it and it yeah. was and then, yeah and it was lovely but then I came back and you're like you're right oh like, that's yeah, yeah no that's nice isn't it we come to someone's house and I tell them I'm really excited to meet them and you just sit there and tell them how you're sort of more excited to meet one of their main competitors <laughs> I mean, from the same musical era. It's not, not like they were more successful than us or anything. <laughs> no, no. So. I just said she was really nice, but she didn't give me uh, <clears throat> cheese and spring onion dip. No, she did not. No. She gave me two minutes of her time. Success and talent are not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't belt out "Love You" more like you. No. Babes. Oh, well, what is? Let me tell you. Oh, what? What is? What's your favourite step song, Claire? Come on. Oh God! You know what? I do like I do like Scared of the Dark. It's mm. one of the new ones. But one I of think, your contemporary hits. Yes, yes. Mm. one of our most recent successes. Um, one for Sorrow, probably. Mm. Just mm. because that, in terms of our journey, I suppose that was the thing that that was the song that changed it for us. Yeah. That's the one that made I think made people go, oh, they're a proper proper group. Mm. They can actually do singing and stuff. And it's not just, you know, novelty and covers, but so yeah. That's mm. the one when when we do that one, the audience goes nuts and that everybody joins in and does the oh. the moves. When you did not this <laughs> tour but the tour before you did Love You More, which is an album track from I think the first yes, album. First album. Oh my god, I wept. I <laughs> beautiful moment it was for the fans yeah. I wept my friends Jesse and John had to go to the bar because they were so embarrassed <laughs> we're just going to go and get you some more wine just shut up but it was it was a beautiful number but are there songs let's be so we sing I say sing we do songs in our show yes um, and let's be honest there were ones that we have to retire aren't there Helen after yeah. a few years we're just like no, it's about people really course. like that, and that's really funny. But mm. actually, if I sing that again, I'm going to stab myself in the eye with the microphone. <laughs> mm. um, but you kind of you, are there songs you have to do that? You, to be honest, you kind of resent still doing after 25 years. <laughs> I think they we go through different periods of time of feeling like that about songs. But there's it's really difficult to not do. I suppose five, six, seven, eight was the one for a long time we avoided trying to do it, mm. but. How how can you not do it? Mm. I love doing tragedy because everybody just loves it. I was going to oh. say you can't like, if you're not getting tragedy, it back, yeah. You, if yeah. you're getting that reaction back from the mm. audience, you can't not love it, really. Yeah, and they're waiting. They're waiting yeah. for the, it's that anticipation. And you know, that's, yeah. and it's just the way to make people not leave before the end of the show. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, hold it back. Hold yeah, it back. absolutely. It's, it's that's like the party bag at a party. Always the encore. <laughs> we talked about not not having it as the encore, but we just can't. It's always got to be the last song. Absolutely. But fight the last. Which tour is it? Not this one, but the last tour. We did. We went proper hoedown on five, six, seven, eight. Mm. And I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. It was like we did proper line dancing. We did. You know, we all had kind of cowboy gear on, and there was saloon doors and it was it was just yeah it was brilliant absolutely yeah. loved it now, saloon S- doors is of course a uh, Celine Dion tribute track she <laughs> saw in London last week <laughs> now, sorry Helen. speaking of the cowboy hat um, yeah that, that was a bit of an Instagram hit a couple of weeks ago yeah obviously uh it's an iconic look for you and I think it was on the Hunsdet we talked about I think I was actually wearing that jump this jumper very good thank that, you for thank you Instagram, for bringing it yeah. <laughs> 
so so the the, the <clears throat> cowboy hat has a special place here mm. it's in i in the in the garage i've got five kind of massive pink trunks that is just full of my old costumes and <gasps> merch and mm. One's full of old press stuff. One's full of all all the VHSs that my mum recorded me on the telly. It's all just out there, and it's it's in it's in a really pot. I don't know why it's in a Selfridges hat box, but it is. Yeah, (laughs) I've never bought a hat from Selfridges, so I don't know why or how it got in that. But that's yeah, it's there and it's pristine. Mm. It's still lovely. Had a red one as well that I wore to the Teen Choice Awards in America once. We presented Britney Spears with an award, and I was wearing this hat that was too big for me, and it was just wobbling on my head <laughs> the whole night. And I kept it on my head the whole night. That's commitment to fashion. Yeah. It was your look, though. It was your signature look. And of course, can we talk about the nose wrinkle? Oh God! Do you know? Are you familiar with the no? Nose what, what is uh, it, what's a nose wrinkle? It's something I do apparently when I sing. Oh. My nose kind of scrunches. Yeah. And that's apart from singing five six seven eight or tragedy at me that's probably the biggest the thing that most people ask me to do (laughs) gosh i definitely wasn't going to do that (laughs) that would be so rude and annoying claire who are those guys i hate those people (laughs) i do you know what though i can't you can't do it i can't no and I don't, I don't think I realise... I must do it when I'm talking and stuff, mm. but I don't realise I'm doing it. I think it's when I'm going for a really big note and my mouth's huge yeah. and just kind of... Oh, my um, God. I wonder, if, I wonder if Claire Richards is on the wiki feet. Because there's a oh, thing yeah. called wiki feet which um, rates people's, you know, celebrity uh, um, naked uh, feet. And Ellie oh. is on it. Mm. And you, what, what's your I have an ongoing rivalry with TV's Cherry Healy, who's mm. obviously a close personal friend. And she, I think, has a rating of like 4.3 currently, and mine's only 4. Uh, and I've got one vote for ugly feet. What? Uh, what? So you look oh. rightly horrified, Claire. And mm. we all know the first thing you're going to do when we leave is, is Google Claire Richards' wiki feet. Wiki feet. <laughs> That's really weird. No, people have a foot thing. That's actually come up on um, what's it called? Uh, the dating apps. People saying, oh, "I've got a foot thing," just to let you know. Really? What does that mean? I don't know. Just, I can't stand they feet. Want a feet of- no. Does anyone ever say I've got a nose wrinkle thing? Because Claire could do very well. I can do. I'll, I'll, I'll just use your face as my Tinder profile from now on. Going, oh, I'll do that. Screw it, I face. Oh. I love that you kept all your costumes though. But the thing is, so uh, steps have been a massive influence. <laughs> well, on me personally, like yeah. when I think of the heartbreaks I went through in my twenties, it was accompanied by your voice. Honestly. Oh. Um, but. Uh, also, like we do, we like a tight. We we all like a tight matching outfit, don't mm. we, team? It's, yeah, that was your look for a long time. With yeah, steps. I mean, I tended to always go for, especially in the early days. I was always a bikini top mm. and like baggy or hipstery trousers. Yes, yes. Because I hated my legs. I still hate my legs. I would never get them out. I'd never wore a skirt or that stuff. Mm. But as I've got older, there's more. There's more leggage on stage yeah. it's kind of you know get them tight dance fishnets on and but we find with our um, tight matching outfits they do start to smell Claire do you have people to wash yours for you yeah oh, we do we do now yeah. we didn't in the early days and in fact my first costume for all the pre- like back in the early days we would do all these little clubs like we'd do under 18s club nights and then we'd go and do and so we'd do like three shows a day mm. over the weekends doing five six seven eight that's mm. what we would go into a club to do yeah and my outfit was mesh a red mesh top long mm. sleeve and red pvc trousers oh, oh, yes. oh that all the um is what would you say miasma of that the uh, the aroma of that is i mean quite you strong. can't wash those no i mean you can we know only too them. well yeah i've got a pair of peas vc she does for a tlc number that we yeah. do and yeah, yeah there's no washing them oh and no. even on mesh it doesn't matter how many times you wash it you never quite can no no you just never quite and we had to wear that for months because the re- record company would not buy us another outfit oh, so we, no. I think I even wore it in so our first year so strange to hear you talk about record companies and the way they treat young stars I mean it sounds, <laughs> sounds very out of character I mean they wanted to make sure they were going to make money out of us first I'm sure before they decided they'd spend wear those money. sticky PVC pants yeah. and make us some money yeah um, and did I read that they you weren't making a lot of money because they were taking a lot of money and you paid like a weekly, it a weekly no so in the beginning so we, when you sign your record deal it's in our circumstances we it was like 
there were options for three singles in an album, mm. but they decide. So they, they sign you for one single. If that does well, then they'll do another one and then they'll do the album. But it's all on their terms. It was in those days. And obviously, 5678 did really well. Then we recorded Last Thing on My Mind and then we did the album. But we got a small advance, but there was no... They don't have to pay you. Mm. It's because you're... All the risk is yours, I suppose. You're putting out and then hoping that it's going to do well. So we used to get £50 a week per diems. Wow. But we didn't know at first that we were getting no, them. No, 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 but no. then one day, someone just turned up with an envelope of cash and was like, there's your per diems for the last six weeks. And we were like, what? Thought we were rich because we'd been given this envelope of cash and every few weeks we would get that because it would buy our food and stuff on the road but I still lived at home so I was alright mm. but the other guys all had to pay rent out of that fuck mm. wow yeah you know food that, it, it was it was tough for a long time but you know luckily it was worth it mm. yeah in in the end in the end yeah. do they we still got pay you end. in a cash envelope now yeah. no do you know what no one <laughs> I'm still waiting for someone to turn up with that envelope of cash. They don't anymore. No. That's how it's we were paid sad. for one of our first gigs, which was a stop smoking campaign uh, in Croydon in a rainy uh, tent, wasn't it, Ellie? That's right. And they and they handed us 200 quid at the end after we did a um, terrible rendition of I Will Survive in front of a miserable steel drum band in the oh. rain in front of a woman who had very few teeth. Um, so, I mean, dreams, yeah. We, and we, we just ran. We, we ran, ran away and we, we got in the did car. Did not look back and just, oh. yeah. Counted the cash in the in the envelope and ran away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then because steps has sort of had two phases, hasn't it? Because there was that phase, yeah. and then it all went wrong. And you and H left. Mm. Um, and then you got back together. Yeah. And like, yeah, I've seen the TV show where you had to have the sit down chat, and everybody had to go. Oh, I'm cross with you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that proper water under the bridge? Now? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've been together this time longer than we were the first time. Now, really? Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So yeah. we. We were together. We got together in '97. We beginning of '97. Then we split at the end of 2001, um, and we went ten years doing nothing at all. When no, I mean, we saw each other, and we'd kind of started to make up and be friends and stuff. Oh right, so you had independently sort of <clears throat> yeah. rebuilt the like, relationship. But we'd ne- not all five of us hadn't been in the room together. Mm. So yeah, that was a bit awkward. That first. It's weird when someone's orchestrating it in the sense that, 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 you know, you looked to the other side of us, it looked like we were having a lovely dinner, but on the other side there was like 30 people mm. filming the whole thing. And it was awful. Mm. I remember coming away from there thinking, oh my God, what have we done? I can't, we're not going to be able to move forward from this. But it was good that we did it. Mm. Kind of aired all our dirty laundry. And we tend to try not to do that so much anymore because we've done it. But mm. it was, um, yeah, it's all good. So we've been together since... Even though we had another fairly big gap, we've been together since 2011 mm. now. So how is the relationship <clears throat> different this time around now that you're older and some of you've got kids and things mm. like that? We've all got kids now. Right. It's, do you know what? I think when you've got kids, that's your priority. When we were doing it the first time around, you, you're in such, when you're in a pop group and you're that young, you're in such a bubble and your life is so controlled by other people that you don't have time for anything else and you don't think you've got time for anything else there's no life outside of that even if you're in relationships and stuff and stuff it we worked so much that you you could never give your full attention to any of that but now it's we dip in and out and we do it when we want to mm. and we know we knew we were going to do that tour at the end of the last tour so we can plan for that we know we're going to have a year of not doing anything to do with steps and then it's ended up being way longer than we expected it to be this time. But we know when we're going to be doing it. Mm. So it's kind of... And then when I come home, I'm not clear from steps anymore. And mm. I think everybody's the same. Mm. And we and we can do... Back in the day as well, we didn't really do stuff outside of the band, but now we all do. And just having that little bit of freedom to be able to do that just makes it easier, I think. Because mm. I know you said that in your book that there are two there's Claire Steps and Claire mm. Richards but the book was nearly 10 years ago you wrote that but you, do you yeah. still do you find it quite easy to separate those people then yeah definitely I have to because I don't Claire from Steps is a bit of a character really even though we're not dissimilar at all but that this Claire wouldn't get up on that stage and wear their mad costumes and mm. I'm not that I don't think I'm that showy I'm kind of I'm a little bit I'm not as extrovert as I appear to be on stage, I suppose. Mm. But um, 
it ha- I don't know, I have to be able to separate the two, otherwise it's, the lines just get too blurred and it's it's difficult to be one or the other. I can't be both at the same time. Mm. And do you find, because when we get back from tour, because you give so much and like in our show, obviously it's about connecting with all these mums and, mm. and you want to be available and more available on you know social media and all that sort of stuff. When I get home, I don't want to talk to fucking anybody. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want any chat and like I need some a few days just to kind of de yeah. and you know, I just want to cuddle up with my kids and, and you know. Yeah. yeah. So are you like, yeah, no line dancing. I don't want to no, see any line dancing. No glitter. glitter. I don't want any fucking glitter. I know we do it every night before bed, but not tonight. I need a night off. Yeah, just want to tuck H and Lee yeah. in and then sit yeah. down and watch a bit of telly. Yeah, we'll have a glass of wine with Faye. Yeah. That's it. Do you it know, it's very disappointing to learn you don't all live in the same house like the Waltons. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's so easy to walk in because the second you walk in the door, they don't care they that I was don't, playing don't. the O2 to 15,000 people mm. last night. They, they're they like, where's my pee kit? Where's this? Yeah. What, can I have that? Mom, 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 I want to go meet my friends. It, there's, it's that, it's those questions and mm. it, it just brings you back down mm. immediately. So there's no, there's no way you can kind of, mm. if I swand around, no darling, I can't do that. <laughs> I have to iron my cape. <laughs> I, you know, it wouldn't get me very. Have to um, wash the mesh again. Yeah, the mesh. Is I'm smelling. scrubbing the mesh. <laughs> but you're enjoying it. You're enjoying the sort of. I'm, I'm just middle-aged steps. Let's call it that. Yeah, yeah it's the middle-aged era. Mm. I, yeah, I'm enjoying it way more than I did the first time round because mm. I'm. I've embraced it now. I've kind of. I'm more comfortable in my own skin than I ever have been. So I think that is. A massive massive thing to get up on stage and be able to say that I don't really care if you think I look crap in my outfit because that would have been all that was going through my mind 25 years ago mm. I mean I still have my moments where I this weird thing if if I see people talking in the front row or have or laughing and they they're probably laughing about something completely unrelated the first thought in my head is oh my god what are they saying about me why are they laughing at me and but I I don't do it as much now as I used to, mm-hmm. but back in the day, so all the time, yeah. and it would throw me off. It would totally throw me off, and I, I wouldn't be able to kind of concentrate on the rest of the show. Mm. So to be able to go up on stage and not really worry about all that stuff anymore, because we have the opposite. We're we're like, why aren't they laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think talking is worse than heckling. Like I, if someone's just having a private conversation during a comedy set, mm. fucking boils my piss. Yeah, I, like, it really. really pisses me off I'm just like why are like, you go watching the fu- go to the fucking pub go and have a chat I don't care but just don't do it in my show yeah do not and just yeah. for the record if you do ever see me doing that at your show I am as Helen will tell you going oh my god I love them so much I love them. <laughs> they're so beautiful how do they make that noise come out of their house it's like angels are here it's like angels <laughs> <laughs> well, tell, tell Claire what you actually did at the Steps concert so we I, 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 I went and got some wine because obviously she she could not I was high as a kite she was I didn't so even go to the toilet for the whole thing no 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 no, no. but so I, I i was doing the drinks run and um i came back and at your gig they were serving these bottles of wine that were like squished and plastic they were flat bottles like square of square bottles yeah, very yeah, odd, yeah 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 like that you could fit through a letterbox Strange. but like a 750 like 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 a 2d was it a full bottle of wine a full though? 750 bottle of rosé very reasonably priced obviously <laughs> and um anyway they took the lid off because you know they didn't want you to yeah to throw it out yeah anyway so i got the wine back and i was wearing like a a, a diamantes at a little top and ellie thought she'd be hilarious and she picked up the wine and placed it in my top but the the bottle oh, no. the, the bottle just zoomed through and didn't have a lid on it so the wine just went kasplush all oh. over everyone uh, half the wine went on the floor I was like oh it's great and I just laughed for about 10 minutes yeah, I was, <laughs> so that's so what I was laughing wine. at at your kitchen <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me yeah oh it was, it was a glorious time <laughs> yes. what's, what's the what's the tour bus like well on this last tour it was pretty much just us because we were meant to be in a bubble booze Excellent. cheese Mm. there's generally quite a lot of cheese <laughs> Lee has a fridge full of protein shakes which I don't <laughs> okay. go near no um, yeah and that's it and we tend to just um, obviously no tomatoes on their there's own no, 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 no there's a separate tomato not. fridge yeah. yeah one of Very the highlights generous. of this tour is I made Lisa tea and toast one day and she put it on Instagram because it was that exciting <laughs> Rock and roll, mate. Yeah. Toast, excellent. That's what yeah. you want. Oh, we can only dream of that, then, Ellie. Yeah. I think I think that is good. But I, we do like we do like staying at like a Premier Inn or a you know like a three to four star hotel with a bit of a spa. 
Do you get? Do you do you miss? I don't think they stay at a premiere inn. That's no. what I'm guessing. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't on this tour. <laughs> and I'm a bit. I am. That, talking to you today, I've realised I'm quite weird. I keep saying things. I'm a bit funny about that. A bit funny about tomatoes. I'm funny about. I'm funny about swimming pools. <laughs> We've all got things to funny about. I have to wear flip flops. What, I can't, in the I can't, pool? No, not in, no, but until the very edge of the pool. Right, right. I can't do bare feet on a on, on, a, a, on a damp yeah. surface, on a moist surface. On, no, she doesn't like no, a moist. I can't foot. even on this kitchen floor. I have to wear socks. I can't. That noise that feet make. Slappy, slap, well, slappy. <laughs> I mean, I just can't do it. No, yeah, listen. Okay, that's fine. We all have um, our things. Everyone's got it. <laughs> Helen, Helen, you you can't stand. Any sort of sound of eating or sometimes no, breathing of other people. Yes, I don't like a sniff or, or like a noisy eat. I have to. I do have to like move garages and train if someone's a bit too mouth noisy. Yeah, I can't. Or I a whistly nose sends me into a bit of a spin. Yeah. I don't like a whistly nose. <laughs> What's well, my? I've got loads of weird stuff. Oh, you, shoes on the counter. You can't, oh no, I'm sure you're in a grip, Claire. <laughs> would you ever put a pair of shoes yeah. on like a dining table? No. No. Why not? Well, because you're not savage. No, well, new shoes you shouldn't anyway. That's what? bad luck. It's exactly. bad luck. Yeah. Guys are fucked. <laughs> new shoes on a table. What? You should never do that. What? What's going to happen? I don't know. The roof. What's going to happen? <laughs> something bad. <laughs> you can't. Righto. The only reason I would put the kids' shoes on like the side is if I've polished the school shoes and I put a, a kitchen roll. Kitchen roll. And then put them on that to dry Give them a and then they go back. Claire, would you come into another person's house, take off your shoes that you've just walked in the street and put them on that person's dining room no, table? absolutely not. No, you not. wouldn't, Claire, that's no. right. Do you know why? Because you're a normal person. <laughs> Thank you. As I ate my tomato like an apple. Yeah. <laughs> Putting my shoes so liberally, liberally all over your table. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the things I've learned, it has been an education in the last 16 years. The fact that you had to learn not to put dirty shoes on a place where people eat is, is in, it's an education for No me, one died, Ellie. No one died. No, not yet. <laughs> Um, but yes, but good to hear you like cheese. Obviously, I do love and that cheese. Doesn't, that can be eaten alone. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, or with tomatoes. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but obviously, you're very into your food. You've been on Master Chef yep. and stuff like that. And I love the bit in your book where you talk about, and you're quite specific. You talk about how H came out to you um, <laughs> by taking you down to the beach. <clears throat> Uh, with a few beers and a packet of Watsits. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I bet that really took the edge off. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish Watsits as well. It was a big oh. bag. It was, that was the only thing we could buy in the shop. I hate beer as well. And um, yeah, we did. We sat on the end of the little kind of jetty thing that oh. was on the sand. Oh. And I was just relieved. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought he was going to tell me he fancied me. <laughs> It was the Watsons that gave it away. I spent all night, my stomach in a massive knot, like, oh my God, I just wants to talk to me, what's he going to say? Ugh, I feel sick. And that was it, and I went, oh my God, thank God for that. <laughs> oh. Have there been any other, are there any other foods you associate with specific moments in your life? I know, didn't you still eat a lot of McDonald's when I think you said about when you were quite unhappy? Yeah, when I wasn't, when, that, that was my diet, weirdly. But in, I think the first theatre tour we did every single day all day it was a happy meal and that was it every day I had a, a, a little cheeseburger small fries and a small coke and that's all I ate every day about lunchtime so every day we'd go into the venue and there's catering there and in the end our tour manager was asking the caterer what if I what I was eating and I wasn't so I swapped my happy meal for for that meal every day mm. instead mm. did you just really like the toys or yeah I did <laughs> I got a really good collection on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you've you've talked a lot about weight and body image and how your own weight's changed over the years. You did mm. an exercise DVD at one point. Yes. You're making a face. What's that face? <laughs> I, t- I spend a lot. I think I spent a lot of time talking about the way I looked when I probably sh- was shouldn't have been attracting attention to myself because <laughs> it just made it worse. But um, yeah, I, you know. I did. I went through all that. I did it all, and I spent a long time trying to remind people that that's not why I'm here. That's not why I'm kind of. Mm. I'm. I am a singer. I was a singer, mm. and it, it kind of detracted a long time away from from your talent, from yeah. what I actually do. And mm. even me, I kind of forgot. I mean, it wasn't. I wasn't 
again wasn't really particularly happy mm. period but it you know I'm alright now but you know when when you know obviously like Adele's way <coughs> and Robert Wilson's way has become a big thing um, mm. does that is that quite triggering for you or can you empathise with how suddenly um, what they're on about or their worth is, is about how big or small they are yeah I mean it's it's really difficult to come to terms when when that's all people want to talk about yeah and for a long time it was all people wanted to talk about mm. and I know I courted that to a certain degree but it's when you're even when steps first came back or the five of us would be there to do an interview about the new album that we'd done or about the tour we we're about to go on and every single time the question would be oh Claire you look great which is nice I mean it's lovely but that's drawing attention to me that I don't want for a start. Yeah. And it's, I don't know what to say to that. It's that that's really nice of you, but I don't. I actually don't want to talk about that because mm. that's not what I'm here for. And every it, for years, no matter what we did, it would always come back down to what I looked like, and mm. it was always, always what the story ended up being about. Mm. And it, it just doesn't. I think we put so much emphasis on what people look like. It's just I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't think it's right. And I know and it's only been both sides of it, I think, that I can kind of go I wasn't I was part of the problem when I was doing all of that kind of stuff, I think. But it's chicken and egg, isn't it? Because you wouldn't have had the problems that you had if you weren't you know no. taught that you have to look a certain way or be as well if, if the journalists weren't writing about your weight all the time yeah. nobody gave a fuck maybe you would have you wouldn't have given as much of a fuck no I mean from the se the second I started in this business I was told to lose weight and when you're 19 or 20 as I was well, no 19 with steps 18 with the band before even then they put us on a diet and I was never I was always chunky I always mm. had big bum and thighs but I've always had kind of a tiny waist and I had much smaller boobs back then but I wasn't big but from the second I got into the music industry I was told I had to lose weight mm. and so from the age of 18 I've been I've thought that I don't look right so I've always been fighting against what someone else's idea of what I should look like if that makes sense mm. and and it became so messed up in my head for a long long time because I did have an eating disorder I was ill at one point I was so thin and then I went the complete opposite way which I wholeheartedly believe that that is the same problem as that yeah it's just the other end of the scale yeah. it was like I punished myself by starving myself and then I punished myself by eating as much as I possibly could until I felt sick but then I didn't puke it up I just kept it all in so mm. it's it, 100% it's the same problem but nobody ever addresses that nobody ever thinks about that as they just think they look at you if you're overweight and they just think you're, you're fat and you're lazy and and it's your own fault and it, it's not always that simple mm. and that's that's what riles me up a little bit oh absolutely and, and also that, that yeah that thin is always healthier and it's like, well, you don't know what they're putting in their body. You know, no. you can be like the thinnest I'm, I've ever been is because I lived off cigarettes and diet coke. Yeah. That's not a particular. And I wasn't me. exercising. The I was thinnest, just thin. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you had a difficult week last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does not speak his name. <laughs> it's true. The thinnest I was was when I was eating a happy meal every day. Yeah. And like, I remember going to Japan. And it wasn't a very happy meal. No, it wasn't <laughs> happy at all. We went to Japan, which like you would think that the the food opportunities out there were amazing and every single night for my dinner I had a, a plate of a side plate of boiled rice and a banana for two weeks mm. because that's all I could eat and yeah. that's all I thought I could eat for the whole time we were there it so was it robs you of joy doesn't it yeah absolutely yeah. Mm. so it's um and I did one of the things that helped prove to me that it wasn't really about what I looked like is when we did the reunion tour in 2012 I was bigger then mm. and I did that whole two hour show every single night and it was full on there would have been a day when I never would have I just would have done anything other than get up on that stage and be the size I was but I did it every night I was probably 14 to 16 back then and I kept up with everybody I did everything I thought you looked routine. fucking glorious you know I did yeah. everything so mm. it wasn't like I was fat and unhealthy I mm. I, I, you know, I managed the whole thing and I came away from that thinking, okay, 
it's not I can do it and it's mm. not about how thin I am mm. so and, I, and even then I think I got bigger after that and lost weight again so it's you know it's a journey and it still is yeah. it's a battle every day but but yeah, like, I'm just thinking of someone who's maybe going through what you went through when you were little, Claire Steps, and having yeah. all that, all those issues with with diet and stuff like that. What is there anything you would say to that person now? Do you know what I mean? Or do you think you were just so deep in it, kind of nothing could have pulled you out? Of it? No, I think I was so deep in it. It was really because I've always been a bit frightened of authority, so I just did what I was told. Mm. When I was at school, I was a good girl. I did what I was told. If ever I did anything wrong, I always got caught. So I I kept that. And to me, management and record company were that authority. So I, you know, they told me to lose weight, so I did. And then that plants the seed in your brain that okay, I don't, I'm not as thin as the other two. The boys always look better than me, and it, it's it, it's that. But now I realise we're not all the same. It doesn't mm. matter how thin or fat I am. I'm my shape and size is never going to be the same as Faye's ever. It's never going to be the same as Lisa's. But when, back then, I didn't understand that. And I don't think, I think when you're young, you have to discover all of that for yourself. Otherwise, it's never going to get be ingrained in you. Mm. You'll always, it, it, I don't know, resent people for trying to tell you what to do or trying to tell you mm. how you should be. You can listen to advice and take it on, but I'm not sure I would have done. Mm, and also, really. I think, it, you know, I mean instagram is the best and worst of people but there are so many fantastic positive body positive accounts and Mm. and people celebrating you know even if you look at the um pop stars who are out there now there's so many so much more diversity of shape and size that people don't feel like they have to sit in this or be a particular size anymore i think there's you know really amazing kind of role models and i you know i love that you know my daughter's 13 and she you know her heroes aren't all size six and, and and she's not She's quite, um, what's it called, confident in her body, which I don't yeah. think I was at that stage. And I think that the way we talk about bodies, and I think mothers and fathers are much more kind of conscious about, not saying, oh, God, I'm fat, let's all go on a diet again. I think there's been a massive kind of mm. shift because I'm very conscious of not saying fat and, you know, and poking at my imperfections. And, um, you know, for I think my children would like me to wear more clothes, to be honest. <laughs> we will. <laughs> I think my son definitely would on tour. He's just like shakes his head and oh. his head in his hand all the time. Yeah, I'm, I've got I've got a few outfits. Sometimes you know when I'm going out on you know Friday night, so to speak, and my daughter will go, "That's too short." I was like, "Mummy's wearing it anyway." Yeah, off I go. Let's make it shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Covers my tits. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, now I know you mentioned the smash hits poll winners party yeah. earlier Claire are you familiar with this Helen you, this is a great British educate me once again Ellie Gibson well w- would you like to explain it Claire so in the 90s there was a magazine called Smash Hits yes I am aware yes yeah. Yeah. and every year there was a poll winners party <gasps> because they would have a poll <laughs> funnily enough yes in the magazine and the people would vote I don't know yeah, how they you used would to fill vote. it out with, but I, I did it in biro you fill it out with biro and cut it out of the magazine and, and then send you it sent it off oh yes yeah. yes yes and yes. then everything would get totted up and it was an award ceremony basically mm. for the teens I suppose I guess it was like the Brits but yeah for kids and it was broadcast on Sunday afternoons and okay. you, would, you would it was like Christmas day for like yeah. pop stars for oh pop my. fans like yeah, you yeah. would all sit down at three o'clock like it was a Queen's speech <laughs> and watch it, I remember watching it at university like yeah. religiously like, every year and it was brilliant and yeah all these famous pop stars would be on there so what I've done is Claire <laughs> I've invented a game I say I've invented I've ripped off an, another game we're going to play Snog, marry, avoid. Oh God! You don't want dry mouth. I don't want a dry mouth. Don't want a dry mouth when you're talking about snogging or, or marrying. 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 I'm going to set the scene. Okay. Yeah, okay. set the scene. Imagine Claire Richards that it's 1998. <laughs> you're at the height of your powers. I mean, you're not actually because you're doing very well now. But you're at one of the heights of your powers. Okay. Um, it's the Smash Hits Polwinners Party. It's being held in an underground bunker just for fun. It was a different time. They used to film Games Master in power stations. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, very trendy in the 90s to do that sort of thing. <laughs> Unfortunately, someone accidentally sets off a load of nuclear bombs oh, no. and the rest of the world... Oh, no, that's your response to global <laughs> apocalypse. Oh, 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 well. No. oh, well. Oh, no. Oh, Never no. mind. Uh, the rest of the world is obliterated. Okay. Of the pop stars left in the bunker, oh, I'm going to give you a list. <laughs> Who are we going to snog to cheer ourselves up. Who are we going to marry 
in a bid to rebuild human civilization. And who are we going to push out of the door of the bunker <laughs> to die of radiation poisoning? <laughs> right. Claire. Okay. Do you, are you ready? Are you right to go first? Yeah. yeah. Here's, your, here's your trio. They're standing in front of you, Claire. Okay. You've got to make a choice. Right. Right. Shag, marry, push out the bunker. Rick Astley. Oh, yeah. Peter Andre. <gasps> and Dane Bowers. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Now, do you know? Um, do you know why we don't? Dame yeah. Bowers in that. We yes. don't, Helen. We don't need to talk about. We don't need to talk about Dame Bowers. Okay, we don't have to talk about. But read Claire's book. <laughs> oh, I thought just thought you because he was a terrible singer who did the duet with Posh. No, mm. he's a good singer actually. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, Dane would have to be out, out the door. Dane's out. <laughs> I'm afraid. He's been obliterated by the, the nuclear and fallout. Because you've got history with Bowers. So Bowers is out. Bowers yeah. is, is dying in a nuclear wasteland. Yeah. You're happy with that? Yeah, fine. Okay. Great. So you've got Astley and Andre. Astley and Andre. Who so, for the marrying, who for the sexy? I think... Oh, oh you said snog. You said snog, I can't oh, sorry. Just to be... Um, so it would have to be Peter for the snog. Peter mm. for the snog. You're hoping for mouth rather than just navel. Yeah. Just move yeah. his face up. Yeah. This way. Yeah. And then um, I'd marry Rick because he was technically my first love. Oh. I think he'd be a good person to rebuild humanity with, actually. Mm. Yeah. You know, I reckon he'd be a very generous lover. He, he would keep trying, wouldn't he? Never give up. No, so. He would never give up. <laughs> <laughs> He's just done a song with new kids on the I block. I know, it's oh, so amazing. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, so good. He, owns, he owns his cheesiness, which I think is very yeah. admirable. Don't we all? Don't yeah. we all? He can own Claire's cheesiness. <laughs> <laughs> with a tomato. <laughs> right, so Ashley right. and Andre are in the bunker. Right. Bowers is out. Thorn. Mm-hmm. I've done you an Australian edition. Oh, hello. Not uh, just Andre. Jason Donovan. Oh, yes. Yes. Guy Pierce. Mm-hmm. Oh, who was he in Neighbours? Was he Mike? Mike. He was Mike, Mike. in Neighbours. Yeah. Or Stefan Dennis. Oh, <laughs> Ellie, this is terrible. Terrible, terrible times. Um, I think I'd definitely snog Guy Pierce. Mm, okay. And definitely marry JD. He was my first love. I had many, many pictures he... of him on my um, uh, bedroom wall. I had 150 pictures of like Kylie and Jason. Wow. Uh, and then I would push Stefan Dennis out of the bunker. Do you know why? Why? Every year. Do you know why? Because we share a birthday. Right. And every year we... Fascinating fact. <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances, Ellie? <laughs> One in 365, exactly right. Steve, I would say. Um, every year we, we tag him going, oh, it's Stefan Dennis's birthday. And we've tagged him and he's never applied. Rude. I have Rude. personally tweeted him several years in a row. I tweeted him personally to ask if he would make a little oh. uh, video for Helen because they share a birthday. You know, kind of as a joke. I didn't really expect him to reply. Uh, but then, like, last year he did an Instagram video, didn't he, going, can everyone stop asking me for birthday videos? It's really annoying. <laughs> it doesn't make him feel good, Ellie. It wow. doesn't make no, him feel good. It does not make him so, feel no, good. So Dennis out. <clears throat> Dennis out. Yeah. yeah. Dennis and yeah. Bowers. I've got another trio for you, Claire. You ready? Oh, God. So, um, Astley... Ashley's dead. You've got to marry oh, no. again. Yeah, uh, he he felt because he's such a good <laughs> oh, man. Right. He felt bad for Dane Bowers, and he went out to try and rescue okay. him. Okay. Um, but uh, Bowers, uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just riffing now. <laughs> but Bowers well. uh, killed him and ate him. Um, so uh, it's a pocket. It's an apocalypse. Yeah, it's no. apocalypse. Okay. You know, Can you not imagine Dane Bowers no. doing that? She's thinking about it. I've not yeah. seen him for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here's your next trio, okay. and your final trio. Don't worry, okay, okay, be okay. over soon. Barlow, Gary, oh, obviously mm. not Deirdre. Gary Barlow, Seal, very big in the 90s. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Or Chesney Hawks. <gasps> oh. oh, Ches. Chesa. What a sweetie. Oh, I know Chesney. Oh. I did a little show thing with him a while ago. But Claire, would he be oh. your one and only in the event of a nuclear apocalypse? I am. Oh, God, I loved that. Mm. That film... And that song is, sorry, the cats. No, cats no, it's all right. Very much. As I was saying earlier, I, I, I'm not a massive fan of cats, but they absolutely, they seem to pick up on that. It's and like I'm not me, even here. It's so. like I'm fucking invisible. Nobody yeah. wants me. That's fine. Aww. That's fine. I would, uh, Gary. I would marry him. She's gonna marry Gary. Marry yeah. Gary. Yeah. Well, that's a tough one between the other. I guess I've never really been into Seal. 
at mm. all. So mm. I guess he'd have to go out. Sorry, he was outside. And Sorry, it, Heidi Klum. With 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 Bowers feasting off Astley's remains, seals yeah. out there. But I t- it would be really weird snogging Chesney Hawks because I know he he's like nice, he's lovely, and I. Uh, maybe when I was 12 I would have but yeah mm. so that's a difficult one for me mm. maybe it just has to be a peck on the cheek well in yeah. a nuclear situation Claire beggars can't be choosers that's, that's true that's but then thing. if I marry Scary Barlow I'm not going to be looking at anyone else oh, oh. Barlow likes to watch <laughs> oh no <laughs> don't know if he does <laughs> if his lawyers are listening I've just literally made that up so I couldn't think of another Australian trio so instead I've just gone for the most 90s-tastic trio I could think of yeah Helen Lionel Richie. Oh yes, all right, night long. Yeah, all night long. <laughs> you have you on the ceiling? <laughs> Writing on the ceiling. Oh dear. Uh, Lionel Richie, Mr. C from The Shaman. <laughs> Sorry, that's outrageous. <laughs> it is a good. And yes, you've got to take both of them, PJ and Duncan. Oh, oh, one, Ellie, as they were known one. at that time. Oh. So snog, marry, avoid. Snog, marry, push out the bunker. I reckon I'd like a double snog with PJ and Duncan. Oh, three I, I, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not married to two men. One is enough. Yeah, one, would, one enough. is even too much. I think I'd push out the shaman. Yeah, yeah Mr. C. <laughs> Mr. C. No, I, no, sorry. It was of the time. And then, of course, I would marry... Lionel Richie. Lionel, Lionel Richie. I think that's he'd be a good. A good yeah. I think I think he'd be a very he's lovely, a very considerate lover. He's a lovely but also man. get up and make you a cup of tea, which yeah. is what you want in the event of a nuclear apocalypse. Yeah, you yeah. Want someone who can <laughs> go down and you make your cuppa. Oh, that's absolutely that is, right. That's a mm. lovely thought. Yeah. 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 All right. Good. Well, what can I say? Thank you, thank you, Claire, for being that's such right. a good sport and putting up with our childish nonsense. <laughs> it was excellently researched, Ellie. Thank was, you very much. It was excellent. So, what's next for Claire Richards? What's what's the next plan um do you know what it's all step stuff this year mostly i think because it's our 25th so we're just doing shows and we've got um a couple of things coming up in the summer that haven't been announced yet it's a bit exciting um so yeah it's just another probably at least till the end of september it's all step stuff yeah very exciting so and then we'll see what happens after that hopefully there'll be more me stuff Mm. but Awesome. Fantastic. Have we we got to do... I'm too starstruck, Helen. You do the admin. I can't speak. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, we haven't done Scummy Mummy Confessions, Ellie. Oh, of course we haven't. Sorry. Uh, but uh, yes, but we, we, we can do some admin after that. Should we do the Scummy Mummy Confessions? Yes. I'm so excited. That's the first time in 220 episodes I forgot to do the Scummy Mummy Confessions. <laughs> Outrageous. Which is the linchpin of the podcast. <laughs> Amazing. So that's good. <laughs> Excellent. That's work. good. Have you got a scummy mummy confession, Ellie? Do you want to kick off? I, I have got a scummy mummy <laughs> confession. So I just came back from holiday. We spent the weekend away at a youth hostel, uh, which had an outdoor toilet. Mm-hmm. That was problematic, but we <laughs> we survived. I think that's good for the poos, though. When you're sharing, then you then, then you you not got the waft of poo close to the bedroom. That's true. Yeah, had, look on the bright side. I always right. do. Every always, clown. always, always. Every clown. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we stayed at this youth hostel and it was great fun. It was, you know, mm. six grown up, six kids, lots of running around. And then um, one night, uh, everyone else had gone to bed and it was just me and my husband by the campfire. Mm. And we'd had some wine. We'd had Ooh. some whispering angel. And And I... I just, you know, I was, yeah. I was feeling frisky. I was in the mood. I was in Ooh, the mood, and he's like, daytime. "Well, we can't do it in because we're literally sleeping in prison-style cells." <laughs> <with bunkers." laughs> he's like, "We can't go in there. The kids are in there, and you know." And I was like, "No, but look, just that. and it like this youth hostel is at the top of a little sort of a little hill, and halfway yes. down the hill, but quite a way away from the things, is um, a, a little wooden throne." A lovely throne that someone has made out of a tree trunk. Oh, so you went, you wanted to have <laughs> so a bone on like, the throne. Come on then, let's have a... So and we were like, come on then. And I made him sit on the throne. And then we used to have a joke in our show about taking one leg out of the pyjamas. Yes, It yes. was quite cold. So I took my shoe off. You, you mocked me, Ellie Gibson, when I said, just take one leg out of the pyjama and then like do it up that way and yeah, then but, put it back on. Yeah, but in bed... You know, it's not coming this without those two. Oh, so there's rules now. Okay. If it's cold, it's legitimate. So I took I took one leg of my jeans. Your jeans, lovely. You know, cl- clambered on. Oh, very nice. And um, we had a go, but it was quite tricky because obviously tree trunks are round. And yes. I couldn't get a good footing, couldn't get any leverage. Footing, it's, right. It's all a bit, but we were giving it a go. And then um he was getting into it, so he undid my, my puffy mountain coat. Oh, hello. And he tried to get me boobs out, but I wouldn't take the coat off because, again, I didn't want to be cold. So he sort of lifted up my jumper and he's trying to pull the boobs out from under the sweater. Wow. I lost my footing, but it was... <laughs> but you had a go. We had a go. You had a go. We had a go. Excellent. And the next day we did tell the other grown-ups around the, the ashes of the campfire what had happened. Oh, <laughs> One no. of them was like, oh, I could never sit no, on that. No, of course not. You ruined it. You ruined it like, forever. No, my, my balls have touched. <laughs> burn it burn it down <laughs> so um yeah we gave it a go yeah. um helen do you have a scummy confession for us uh well um i have a similar not sex based but um so i live in a wooden house uh claire from steps um and uh and it's not very soundproof and i had i had a gentleman caller on saturday night and he <laughs> went round to the loo and just did the loudest fart and then came back into the bedroom and i said you know, the, the thing about these wooden houses is they're incredibly soundproof. And he went, ah. <laughs> but then throughout the night, he kept going back to the loos and the farts got louder and louder. So I don't know oh if we God. were... But, uh, but yeah, oh. and they got quite tuneful towards the end. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was the, the fart. I won't talk about the sexy bit, but we did we did have a point where we bumped heads and he actually was fingering me at the same time. And apparently, oh my um, um, And then he said, oh, it, I have to take my fingers out because when you laugh, it like you know, contorts and, and squeezes Wait, my fingers. You trapped his hand in there. Did <laughs> you have to walk around like that? Did you go to Sainsbury? <laughs> He's just trapped there. Like a Chinese finger lock. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I need to fart. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really oh, lovely God. times. Really lovely Claire, times. Claire, you look unwell. Uh, <laughs> we didn't say it was a sex confession. We yeah, you don't do. have to share a I sexy confession. Sex. No, 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 fair, fair enough. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Let's not talk about sex, Claire Richards, as the salt and pepper song goes. Um, oh, God, I can't think of anything. Pressure. Um, Any costume, wardrobe, malfunctions? Oh, do you know what happened to me the other day? I was getting ready for um, War of the Worlds into my costume. And yeah. normally, I've got quite a few base layers. <laughs> not as many as with in a steps costume. And I have to... There's like lots of wheeze that happen before the <laughs> costume goes on because mm. it otherwise wet myself obviously mm. on stage, which has never happened, thankfully. Yeah. And I was getting dressed and I had I always have a dressing gown on and I put my spanky things on and then I was put my tights on and then I have another pair that goes over the top. And somebody came in. I think it was our caterer, who I'm friends with, I've known him for years, and I was standing there chatting away to him, and my dressing gown was tucked in the back of my um, <laughs> tights, and I wasn't facing him. I was, I, like, he came in to give me something, and he, I just, he got an eyeful. He just saw my ass, basically, <laughs> and because, and I did, and only afterwards I realised I'd tucked my dressing gown in my tights, so it wasn't even attractive, kind of. Not in a sexy way. It was no, just like it was just stance. really gross, yes. <laughs> and 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 didn't 
speak to him again after that because <laughs> no. I was so embarrassed. I didn't put my dressing gown out of my knickers. Oh, <laughs> oh. what a lovely thing. story. Oh, truly, they say never meet your heroes. <laughs> Uh, it's been wonderful, Claire. Thank you so much no, for coming on the, on the podcast. Thank you for 25 years of music, Claire Richards. You're welcome. Mm. What oh. we do for the 50th? Oh, Christ. <laughs> no, I'll be long gone by then. I'm sorry. Hang up the capes and the cowboy yeah, hat I'll definitely him. be done by then. Yeah. It'll be like five, six, what is it again? Seven, <laughs> seven, eight. I'm already struggling. <laughs> Lyrics. Oh, Right, cool. we got any so uh, we're on tour. Um, we are going up and down the country. We've got some very exciting gigs in Cambridge, the Sausage and Cider Festival, obviously in June. Obviously. Ah, but the big announcement is, of course, Edinburgh 2022. Yes. Ten massive dates. Yes, the, ten, uh, no, the 18th to the 20th, 27th. <laughs> you, just, you just do it. I'll do, I'll do it. Um, yeah, so um, we're going to be at the Underbelly uh, uh, in, in August. So tickets are available now to purchase. And also, we're very excited because we've got our Christmas show coming up. So check scummymummies.com for dates. We don't have a link tree. We need a link tree. Get a link tree. Get a link tree, mate. Get a link tree. Um, my book is still available. Get divorced, be happy. And I'm running the marathon. So please <gasps> sponsor me for that. I've been doing a whole lot of running running about tickets from scurrymummies.com absolutely anything you want to plug Claire um, Steps are on tour this summer come to any of our shows they are the, the best Mighty band Fuba on the 3rd of June oh yeah. right okay yeah and Birmingham Pride on the 25th of September oh that'd be awesome and then lots of others in between yeah gorgeous yes yeah. Oh, oh lovely well thanks again Claire Richards it's been an actual honour and now we can ne- now we never have to do the podcast again Thorn because no. I've achieved my life on goal exactly right Ellen <laughs> I'm so glad it's safe to get next nine to years nine it. very God. long years thank God so thanks for listening for all those years this is the end <laughs> <laughs> You've like completed the video game. Sorry, or you got the present. <laughs> or maybe I'll try and collect them all. <laughs> I'm gonna look you up H's, I'm gonna look up H's phone number in her phone when she goes to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Bye-bye. I've got one. Oh, I've got one more for you, Claire. I've got oh. one more. Oh dear. Is that all right? This is the final one. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> This might be the toughest one yet. Okay. Mark Owen. Mmm. Mm. Well, little Mark Owen. Little Mark Owen. It's not Irish. <laughs> little Mark Owen. <laughs> oh, to be sure. Oh, to be sure. Little Mark. Little Mark Owen. He's a lovely one. From the Take Dat. The lovely boy from the Take Dat. We like him. Uh, do you want to do an accent for this one, Helen? Oh, yeah. Just, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Don't worry, Pussycat. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake from Konawara. Oh, sorry. Justin Timberlake. My mouth just don't, won't do accents. So, Mark Owen, Justin Timberlake, or Lee Latchford Evans. Oh, no! Oh, God! Oh, God. I knew that was coming! <laughs> oh, that's not fair. No. That's the game. That's the game. Okay. Right. So... Not I. One stage, I think I fancied Mark Owen, but not for a very long time. Mm. Was it the Irish accent that did Maybe. it? Maybe. <laughs> He's been it so well over it's the years. It's when he turned Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought that. Because there used me. to be an apostrophe. It was Mark O. <laughs> Irish name. Oh my. Oh Owen. Um, so, oh god, this pains because I love to take that. I'm gonna have to. It's gonna have to be. Mark Owen's out the bunker. Oh, he's, he's out, out the bunker, yeah. forming a new community with Seal Aslan um, Bowers, who will be king, probably at Bowers, <laughs> I would guess. Anyway, carry yeah. on. Mm. And then I think I would probably um, snog Justin Timberlake, mm. and I would keep him very close by and marry Lee. Oh, that's nice. I. I, I because I wouldn't have to snog him if I married to him, right? I mean, you've been you've been in his company for twenty five years, so you know you but can stand married anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we've survived this long. Yeah. 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 Well, I would marry him and push the rest of you out of the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Just be me have a lovely time rebuilding humanity <laughs> to all of eternity, <laughs> and I might forget to take my coil out. <laughs> Just the two of us. Oh, <laughs> Lee could not love you more. Oh. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.